Hello and welcome back to the Swing on My Bed podcast. My name is Sophie Fine, and this week was quite a busy one considering how few days I actually had to work with. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, this past week was the holiday of Yom Kippur, um, which, A, unlike most other Jewish holidays, is only one day. Most Jewish holidays come in pairs of twos, and I mean like the big ones. Like The holiday of Purim is only one day, although there's also technically what's called Shushan Purim, which most Jews also celebrate even though they don't really have to. Um, and then the holiday of Hanukkah, like, it's, like, a lesser, it's a Chag, not a Yom Tif, um, meaning it's, like, not lesser, it's just not as serious, you know, that's a whole eight days, um, but, you know, Rosh Hashanah, Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuot, those are all either two days or in groups of two days, um, Yom Kippur is the only, like, major holiday I can think of off the top of my head that's only one day, um, it's also a 25-hour fast, um, so from sundown, uh, Tuesday night to an hour after sundown, Wednesday night, you know, we weren't eating anything, no eating, no drinking. You don't wear any leather. You don't use any like lotions or creams or anything. Um, and it was, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That was from sundown Wednesday night to an hour after sundown Thursday night. My apologies. Um, my days have been getting a little mixed around, um, considering the way the holidays have fallen out this year, they're all in the middle of the week. So we'll go from like. Shabbos to the day before holiday to holiday to the day before Shabbos to Shabbos, you know, until October, you know, my entire schedule is just out of whack. Um, anyway, um, so this week, you know, Sunday was pretty chill. Monday, I actually babysat for a family I've mentioned a few times, one that live um, in a neighborhood called North Windmere. Um, they have four kids, you know, a ninth grader, seventh grader, and twin second graders. Um, the ninth grader actually wasn't around. He's actually in a school in Queens where he dorms half the week. Um, so he wasn't around. The seventh grader stepped up kind of, you know, he was still kind of a bit of a jerk to like the second graders, you know, here and there, but no more than usual. Um, they ended up, the, the second grader ended up getting to sleep kind of late, um, you know, cause we were working on their sukkah in their backyard. Um, and then by the time we did that, you know, one of them hadn't really eaten yet and it was a whole to do, but you know, the, Oh, no, they didn't get to sleep too late. I ended up staying, like, 45 minutes later than I they had originally asked me to because the father wasn't home yet, but, you know, whatever. They paid me for my time. Like, I don't really care. I um, mean, I managed to get some schoolwork done, which was nice. Like, officially, I had class during that time, so I called into the Zoom on my phone and had one AirPod in while I was helping them and managed to, like, contribute through the chat a bit here and there, just, like, show that I was there. That was helpful. Um, then Tuesday night, I went with my friends to see the new Shang, the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi, which, like, uh, I'm not going to do many uh, movie reviews on here, just because, like, my friends and I are supposed to see movies every Tuesday because it's $6 tickets, but there's not always something out that we want to see, and, you know, especially with the way the holidays fall out this year, there's not going to be another Tuesday we can go until October. Um, but, like, I feel like Marvel movies are in a weird transitional state where, like, considering the Infinity War saga was, like, over a decade of building up, and now it's like, where do we go from here? And there's so many, like, theories about the new Spider-Man movie, um, and, like, people who are, like, losing interest, like, hey, that was all, like, wrapped up in a nice little bow, we're done. Um, and, you know, they're releasing four between June and January, I think. Um, what is it? It was, uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, the new Spider-Man movie, and I want to say Eternals. Yeah, it's the Eternals are all within, like, the same six months, so that's a lot. Like, it's very, like, 
you just get exhausted. It's just like an overload. Um, anyway, I thought the main character was kind of unnecessary to the plot. Like, he really didn't do much for the whole thing. Um, like, it was great to have some Asian-American representation. Like, we've been seeing it a lot um, with Shang-Chi, with the new G.I. Joe movie, uh, with Mortal Kombat. Um, you've had action movies uh, starring Asian leads. Although, apparently, like, both Simu Liu Fina um, have come under fire for um, problematic things they've said and done. Aquafina, like, kind of currently, the way people are, are saying that, you know, she takes on a black scent um, when she does comedic roles, which, like, personally, that's not my business to get involved with. Um, like, I am not the one who is targeted by that sort of thing. So it's not really my place to say whether it is or isn't present. I mean, I hear what they're saying. But also, like, you know, that's it. I really just hear what they're saying. Like, I'm not going to play devil's advocate here, A, because I don't think that it's necessary, because it's not like Aquafina is losing any jobs because of it anyway. Like, Hollywood and people in general like to pretend that they're so, you know, progressive. And so, like, you know, we don't work with Louis C.K. or Roseanne or Bill Cosby anymore. But those are very few and far between from people who actually get, like, legitimately canceled, so to speak. Like, conservatives are so anti the woke cancel culture mob how you know they're trying to restrict our freedom of speech and it's just like if your freedom of speech is impinging on other people's freedom to live then maybe one is more important than the other just maybe like maybe not all freedoms are created equally how about that um but also like the cancel culture mob what are the long-term effects of that huh like honestly like I'd say 90% of people who get, like, canceled or, you know, blank, blank, are over party on Twitter are totally fine. Like, financially, credibility-wise, they're fine. Really, like, not much is going to happen to them. Like, maybe they'll, like, lose some brand deals for about a month and they'll, they'll be back for the next year. Like, what really happened to Leah Michelle? Like, yeah, she lost her HelloFresh deals or whatever. And now you haven't really heard from her. But were you really hearing much from her before then anyway? What happened to... Well, what's going to happen to Aquafina now? She still has like, 10 new movies coming out, nothing's gonna happen to her, like, yeah, Roseanne lost, you know, she's done, she's not working anymore, she doesn't need to work anymore, she's financially fine, same with Louis C.K., he's fine, Bill Cosby just had his, his verdict overthrown, also, he's, like, what, 60, 70 something, he's fine, even the most, like, egregious cases, nothing's happening to them, what really happened to Tana Modo, like, after TanaCon? Nothing. She got married to Jake Paul, and then divorced from Jake Paul. What really happened to Jake and Logan Paul? Now we're talking about it. Absolutely nothing. These people are in such a high, untouchable pedestal that they can do pretty much anything and get away with it without any consequences. Which is why they continue to do these kinds of things and get away with it without any consequences. It's a it's a cycle that we perpetuate. And by we, I mean the people who follow them. I mean the people who forgive them. I mean the people who allow them to get away with this kind of thing. And the people who give them the opportunity to do it again. It's, it's honestly kind of like... It's just empty and meaningless and pointless. And it's just like, why even bother? Why even pretend to be 
so evolved and so heightened as a society. You know, we've come so far. We've had a black president. We've come so far. We now have a uh, a black female vice president. We've come so far. And it's just like, have we really? Have Have we really? No, it's like, it's performative action. Like, the glass ceiling isn't getting broken. And not any more than it has been in the last 20 years. It's, it's empty until we see real, fundamental, transformative, systemic change. Until we see truly that the people in power lose those who deserve, and I say deserve with heavy asterisks next to it, those who deserve to lose their seat actually lose their seat for good. And see those seats be filled by people who actually deserve it and are going to continue to change, to continue to push the needle towards where it needs to go. It's empty gestures. That's what it is. Until then. I completely got totally off topic. And I was talking about a Marvel movie. Now I'm talking about socioeconomic culture. Um, but you know. It's funny how these things go hand in hand. I wanted to touch a bit on. Um, both. My role as a student and my role as a teacher. Um, this past week actually. Um. As we're reading Lord of the Flies, we just finished chapter one. I knew we only had two days of class this week, and then we're off for two weeks. So I didn't want to start chapter two. Um, and I had remembered something that we had read in my first semester in my cultural anthropology class um, called Body Rituals of the Nasarima, which is like this satirical take. You know, it's this anthropologist. He goes and he, he studies this tribe of people who are south of Canada and north of Mexico. Um, and it's just like satire on like the American culture, you know, Nasarima backwards is American, at least in the 50s. Um, and it talks about, you know, medicine men and herbalists and holy mouth men and head shrinks and um, a sadomasochistic view of the body where there are ritual feasts to make the thin fat and and sacred fasts to make the fat thin and um, you know women bake their heads for an hour four times in the lunar month meaning you know going to the hairdresser once a week um, and while it's a good read it was written for an adult audience you know there is not like any like slang or dirty terms, um, but it does use some um, anatomically correct terms where it talks about you know women getting boob jobs either to make them bigger or smaller, and talks about um, strippers you know going to town and uh, charging a fee for people to look at their chests, um, and so you know I skimmed it and you know took out certain words but I forgot uh, I must have missed the part where it mentioned. Um, Boob jobs, because I kind of left that part in. Now, we were near, like, the end of class, so I was reading someone to co- to finish it and then get to have a minor discussion about it. Um, and I come across that sentence, and I scanned the rest of it as I was reading, and I stopped and skipped it. And, like, I think that only, like, half the class was actually paying attention. Um, but, like, they all had handouts, and one of my students is like, oh, like, I wonder why you skipped that sentence. And I felt my ears get red. Um... And I was just, like, kicking myself. Like, I cannot believe I left that in. Like, I even proofread. Like, I edited it. And I just missed that sentence. And, like, totally, totally flubbed it. Um, It's going to be interesting, you know, once we get into an actual schedule. Like, seeing where we can go uh, book-wise, discussion-wise, paper-wise. You know, like literally um i hope 
that, you know, we can actually get some actual class time, actual discussion of that. They'll actually be a little bit more engaged and, you know, respectful, quiet. Um, this is all just like first day jitters. I mean, like, yeah, we've had like 10 classes, but like spread over the course of a month. So like, I can't really blame them or myself. Um, in terms of being a student, I'm starting to feel like the pressure. Um, I mean, this is already my fourth semester. I should know how it works by now. But A, I was looking at my GPA. It's not exactly where I know it could be or where I want it to be. Um, and, you know, which is nothing short of my own fault. Um, but also, like, it's a lot to do six classes. It really is. And um, especially with the way, you know, the holidays follow this year where I have to miss some class because of them. Um, I'm really trying to, like, stay on top of the ball. Just in general, but especially right now. And uh, I'm struggling a bit. Um, and there's like one or two classes where I can't figure out when anything's due. It feels like everything's due all at once and also never, um, cause they give us like the entire semester's classwork, like right now. And I, oh, this isn't due till then. That's not due till then. And I'm just like, okay, what do I need to focus on for the next week or two? Like, can we break it down like that? Like, honestly, cause otherwise I'm stressing over something that isn't due for another four months and forgetting about something that's due in four days. And like, I even bought like a planner. Um, I've never been someone to use as planners really, but like, I thought like maybe it'll help if I keep it religiously, you know, no pun intended when it's just talking about the holidays. Um, but I don't know, it's just tough. It really is. And like, you know, a lot of the classes are on once weekly, so they're three hour classes. So it's a little, you know, tough to pay attention. Actually during my drama class this past week, um, we had to present two stories, you know, one real, one fake and the other, and the class had to like guess which was which. Um, and because I'm a very pressed person, um, you know, I think about sad stories all the time. So I had one ready to go and my house was freezing. So it definitely helped me that, um, shivering with frigidity looks a lot like trembling with emotion. So I was able to convince most of them that the fake one was real. Um, so that was helpful, you know, I, I got to show, like, my acting tops and, you know, get good credit with my teacher, like, he was actually, like, whoa, like, that's crazy, and I, like, chalked it up, you know, working with kids and, you know, lying through my teeth, he goes, you would lie to them, I'm like, yeah, how else do you explain the director's hungover, that's why he's wearing sunglasses indoors, which, you know, true story, I mean, not that I had to explain to kids, but, you know, we've had, we have had, like, my bosses have been hungover, and I've been wearing sunglasses indoors, I'm just like, hmm, I wonder why, but, you know, like, kids don't really question it unless you give them a reason to question it, um, money's also a little tight right now, like, the month of October, I spent way more than I should have, because I made a car payment, and I made a tuition payment, and I bought a suit, and I went to Florida, and I rented a car while I was in Florida, and, you know, just, like, regular spending stuff, which, like, you know, like, it's not like it was anything I didn't want or didn't, like, choose. It wasn't like I had medical bills, you know, or, God forbid, bereavement bills. You know, I think, God, it was all stuff, like, that I selfishly wanted. But it was a lot more than I was planning on spending. And at the same time, I'm not making as much as I thought I was going to. I mean, A, my job, originally was supposed to be nine grand a year per period, and I was supposed to be teaching two periods, and now I'm only teaching one period, and it's only eight grand per period, so, like, 800 bucks a month, you're only walking away with about 600 after taxes, in addition to that, the elementary school thing isn't as concrete as I thought it was going to be, 
And in addition, in addition to that, my tutoring jobs have had to be on, on hold because of the holidays. Like, if they're not in school, I have nothing to tutor them. So, financially, I'm just kind of, like, treading water right now. Like, I used, like, the def- the Excel default, like, budget thing and, like, plugged in a few numbers. Like, I should be in the black. That being said, um, I'm not yet. Like, thankfully, like, I'm really, like, back to the wall, I'm not done for. Like, I don't have any debt. Um, I just bought the new iPhone on a payment plan. Like, thankfully, you know, with trade-ins or whatever, I was able to get it for really cheap. Um, but, you know, with a new phone, you need a new case, and that was 80 bucks. And the phone, I still had to pay tax up front, which was 50 bucks. And, like, gas is, like, 40, 50 bucks. You know, gas prices aren't great, and my car's not great. So, like, I'm well aware of these, like, first-world problems that, like, I, you know, there's so many people have it so much worse. But just because someone else has the worst doesn't mean that you don't have it bad. And I'm not saying I have it bad. Like, I'm very thankful for all I have and all that I'm able to do. But I just, I have a very bad relationship with money. Like, growing up, I saw the stresses that both my parents had with money and the way it affected us. Especially going to school where most, if not all, the kids were, like, much wealthier than you were. Um... And when I started getting money, I wanted to be on the same caliber as my friends. I started spending money, not really worrying about saving it. So I have very poor relationship with money from that end. And I also have, like, very little resolve when it comes to spending. Like, I have automatic spending, like, automatic saving set up for myself, you know, the first of every month of some money gets taken out of my account, whatever. Um... And put it into the savings account. But it's really like. It's not. It's like 100 bucks a month. Which I get. In like 10 years. That's going to be great. Like it's going to be. 1200. It's 1200 a year. So it's going to be. 12 grand. In 10 years. But what's 12 grand. Going to do for me. When I'm. 30. Holy crap. In 10 years. I'm going to be 30. Um, Like the fact that 30. Is as close to me. As being 10 was. Is kind of scary. Um, like, 10 feels so far away, but also, like, much closer than being 30. Like, that's crazy. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, like, I thought I was going to be able to put away, like, 250 a month with the money I was going to be making. And, like, once tutoring starts picking back up, maybe I'll be able to. But that's a big if. I mean, I didn't say the word if, but that's a big maybe. Um, and until that happens... Like, there's no way I could do anything about it. I think, like I said, I, I don't need so much money right now. I really don't. But it was nice being able to see more money. Like, I spent four grand a month of August, which may not sound like so much to people out there, but for me, that's a lot. It was just nice being able to see a certain number in my account and, like, not being able to see anywhere close to that number anymore. Like, less than half of that number now. No, it's kind of upsetting. And I know it's no one's fault but my own. And, like, there's so many people who have it so much worse than I do now. And, like, 